0: This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. A story to tell.
1: In-depth interviews with game changers and industry experts. Pulse 95 Live from the International Government Communication Forum. Yes, we do have uh, interviews with game changers. And this man is somebody who uh, knows a lot about the game-changing art of happiness and Mike Viking is the CEO of the Happiness Research Institute, a Copenhagen-based think tank dedicated to exploring how to measure happiness, understanding why some people are happier than others, and striving to improve the quality of life for people across the the world, Mike. What a pleasure it is to have you with us here at IGCF.
0: Great to be here.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Sharjah. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it, yeah. And it's been super
0: huggly uh, already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that That's you've a, already yeah, brought yeah. the hygge to the table. Oh, You're going yeah. to be hearing a lot more about this <laughs> word. Um, I've been talking about it this morning. It, it's it's central to the whole idea of happiness. But you know, first of all, tell us what how how do you define happiness?
0: Well. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a super tricky and difficult question. Yeah, um, and it, it's one of the core questions we we work with because, of course. Um, it's very subjective, it's very intangible. So how do we quantify and how do we measure that? Mm -hmm. And um, I think I'll be spending the next 30 or 40 years working on that question. Uh, It's also why I've gotten gray hairs, (laughs) uh, even though I just turned 40. Um, But I think we sometimes mistake difficult with impossible. Mm. Just because it's difficult doesn't mean that we can't do it. And I think we actually have some good metrics and some good tools today that allow us to capture what people uh, feel about their lives. But um, what we do is we, we usually break happiness down and look at different components. So it's also what we do when we look at other uh, complex phenomenon. If we were to talk about the UAE economy, yeah. we would break that down into GDP, capita, growth, inflation, unemployment rate, and so on. And that gives us a language to talk about how is yeah. the uh, UAE economy doing. Mm-hmm. That's also what we need to do with happiness,
1: mm. looking
0: at different components. So if we were to, to measure Omar's uh, happiness this morning, of course it's top yeah, because yeah. Uh, I'm here in, in the studio, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, would look at, we would look at how does Omar feel. I mean, we would look at positive and negative emotions yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Are we feeling happy? Are we feeling stressed? Are we angry? Are we worried? Are we lonely? Um, and, 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 and that's part of, of happiness, how we feel yeah. right now. Yeah, Another yeah. dimension of happiness is how Omar feels about his life overall. So when mm. you take a step back, okay. look at your life, consider the best possible life you could lead, the worst possible life you could lead, where do you feel you stand right now? You know, yeah. That's a very stable measure mm-hmm. um, that is, of course, also impacted by how you feel from a moment to moment basis, the yeah. first dimension we talked about, because mm-hmm. if you experience a lot of positive emotions on a daily basis, probably you're also more satisfied with your life. Yeah. But you can also have lousy morning, or the traffic is bad, no, yeah. cha uh, you know, you're late for work, yeah. but you still feel happy about your life. Yes. Well, so they're not completely overlapping. And then thirdly, what we look at is whether you have a sense of purpose or meaning in life. True. So do you have a sense of connection with your community, with your family? Do you have a sort of greater sense of, of, of purpose? Uh, which is an important part of, of happiness as well. So it goes back to Aristotle who believed that the good life was the meaningful life. So that's what that's what we try to do. Mm. We break happiness down into different Components, different ingredients. And yeah. A rich life is is hopefully a life with a lot of positive emotions, a strong mm. sense of purpose, but also an overall life satisfaction. And then, if I can geek out for a minute, and so I, I know oh yeah, it's already I love this. Answer. You can geek <laughs> all the way out. Oh yeah, I love it. So what what we like to do is once we've broken happiness down into the different bits and pieces, um, ideally, what we like to do is we like to follow you over time. So we could follow Omar, we could follow Sally, we could follow. Uh, 10,000 people around the region for mm-hmm. the next decade. Uh-huh. And then we we look at when different things in their lives happen, when people get promoted, when people are stuck in traffic every morning, yes. when people move to Sharjah from Dubai or to Abu Dhabi, how does that impact their happiness levels? Do their stress levels go, go up? Do their level of purpose go down? Uh, what happens when things happen to people? What happens to their happiness? That's what we're trying to understand. You're okay. Right. Um yeah. You know, I have a question. They say that the happiest country in the world is Bhutan.
1: Isn't it? No, it's the Scandinavian was it? countries. Yeah. They're consistently at the top. You've got Finland at the very top. You've got Denmark, Norway, Iceland. What's the secret? You are Danish yourself. <laughs> yeah. What is the secret to this? <laughs> Look, I can tell
0: you one thing quickly, if I may intervene. Like last year, I was in Iceland, and I'm telling you yes heaven on oh, earth he didn't want to come i was back. there
1: i didn't want to leave he i was there for back. 10 days and i was like listen first of all you have the best milk in the world because <laughs> i drank like six or seven cappuccinos a day i couldn't believe the milk was so tasty and the
0: yogurt is unbelievable yeah okay. oh yeah then secondly they have the, the cows are happy the salmon i ate was like heavenly oh and yes. And of course, I had a lot of avocado because I don't know what it is there, but everybody loves to have avocado with like lemon and like salt. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, this is it a thing, right? Now you just you're giving away the secret. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, no, so 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 you're both right. I mean, the, the reason why you mentioned Bhutan, Omar is that they have navigated with something they call gross national happiness for the past 40 years. So every political decision in Bhutan is based on is this going to improve happiness for our people or not. So so they are actually one of the reasons why I work uh, in the field I do today, because they put happiness on the agenda for the UN um, back in in, in 2011. So Sally is also correct in terms of, of the Scandinavian or the Nordic countries. All of those countries are always in the top ten when the World Happiness Report is published.
1: Not just the top ten, the top four, even five. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, and and actually yesterday uh, was uh, the, the 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 new World Happiness Report came out, in 2019. Okay. Again, uh, Finland, Denmark, Norway, Iceland was in top four, and then you had Sweden in, in in seventh place. So the UAE are also doing quite well. Um, you're at the, the top place in uh, among the Arab countries. Currently in place uh, 21. Yes. So, so that's well done. So, and, and as, as you're, you're correct in terms of, of the Nordic countries, there is a secret sauce up there. There is a, a Nordic model yeah. uh, that is relatively good at converting wealth into well-being. I think it's because you guys pay so much tax It is that you guys are happy. It, it is actually, it is part of, it's part of it. So, so, the majority of Danes say they're happy to pay their taxes. Nine out of ten Danes will say they're happy to pay their taxes, even though, and, and brace yourselves, listeners, we pay f- around 50% of our income in tax, but we see it as an investment in a collective investment in the public. We see it as investment in infrastructure. We see it as investment in healthcare. We see it as investment in education. So that means, because we pay a lot into this collective investment in quality of life, there's simply less to worry about, there's yeah. less to compete for. There's more focus uh, or more time to focus on family, to what really matters, to what drives quality of life. So that's, that's part of the secret sauce. Uh, it sounds like a horrible ingredient, taxes for, for happiness, <laughs> no, but, it, but sense. it actually brings the dish together.
1: You yeah. have to, I mean, it, you know, that has to be invested in somewhere. I think another part of your secret sauce is what we referred to just now, which is huga. <laughs> what is huga? <hygge? laughs> I just love saying it. Hooga. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and your Danish is actually really good.
1: Thank you. Yeah, yeah, well
0: done, well done. She does really good, like you know, accents and self impersonations.
1: I'm just, okay. I'm, I'm just impressed with this whole model of huga and hugely, and we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna talk more about it. But oh, I want you to kind of. Explain the concept to us.
0: So, so I mean, Hygge has many definitions. I think the best short definition is the art of creating a nice atmosphere. Um, but perhaps it's it's best told with a with a story. Uh, and, and, and Sally knows this because she's read my book. Yeah. Uh, but I was in, in in Sweden a few years ago, and we had rented a cabin. Um, and uh, it was December, so it was dark. It was cold, and we had been out hiking in the afternoon. Um, and came back inside the cabin and got into our comfort clothes and and we started a fire in the in the the fireplace we had also prepared a stew and and uh, we we got that uh, boiling on the stove and we were just relaxing enjoying some 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 hot beverages and and uh, enjoying each other's silent company and we can sort of hear the um, the fire in the fireplace and the, the stew boiling and just relaxing enjoying life oh, i love and, it and and then one of, of of my friends said could this be any more hygge-ly? because that's the adjective of, of the, the <sighs> word hygge. huh and then uh, another friend said yes if there was a storm outside because Ooh, hygge is also this yes. feeling of being sheltered from the outside but it's these situations that we all experience also here in the uae where we feel relaxed, we feel we're in good company, we have a sense of togetherness, maybe we enjoy some simple pleasures, uh, some treats here would be dates or something like
1: that. You just had one of our treats. It's called mat. Yes, Lug-a-mat. We, we, we it introduced you to Lugaymat. Yeah, Lug-a-mat. it was
0: really nice. It's actually, yeah, it's it, it reminds me of uh, <laughs> something we have in Denmark called æbleskiver. which uh, I, listeners, I encourage you not to try and pronounce it because you will... You will hurt your tongue, uh, but but it's this sort of <laughs> sweet round balls we also uh, have. So yeah, it just
1: I think it's across cultures, any ball of fried <laughs> dough dipped in syrup, just has to be huggly. Yeah. Right. You know, it, it just is just greatness. Right, and it's simple.
0: Yeah, and and again, and this brings me. I think it's a super good point, Sally. You know, every culture has this, and and every culture also have hoogly moments. Just because you don't have the word for it, of course you experience that Mm. in the UAE, in China, in Mexico, for instance, been. Of course, there's Hygge moments there. What is uniquely Danish is that we have a word that describes that situation. But of course, Hygge happens everywhere.
1: We are going to come back uh, with Mike Viking in just a moment. And Mike, I'm going to ask you to teach us some Hygge words. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be coming up next on Pulse 95 Live from IGCF 2019 This is Pulse 95 Pulse 95 A story to tell